Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah! How about that? Another day of Clinton Yates. Clinton, how you feeling this morning? I'm good. I need to explain the scenario. We are all... In studio. You know, we're okay. here. We're all Looking here. at each other's all, eyeballs. All four of us. Clinton's yeah. here. I'm here. Emily's here. Taylor's here. All four of us are are in the same space. And, okay, I, I was going to get to this, but this is the perfect, the perfect spot to get to it. Yeah. So, I had a moment last night that made me irrationally happy for something that shouldn't be a big deal but okay. it was a it involved food so big surprise but b <laughs> it was it was something that was like an indicator wait 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 are we getting back to like normal stuff sure. along the way i go into one of my favorite uh, mexican places last night uh what up baja fish tacos and nice. i go in there and i order my food and for the last almost couple of years you had to ask for any additional things you would like on it. So we're talking cilantro and onions, pico de gallo, salsa verde. The they, accoutrements that right. come with all the usual right. stuff. Yeah. You would have to say, hey, can you throw a couple extra uh, pico de gallos in there? And sure, they put them in the bag and you down the road. So I order the food. I pick up the bag. I'm getting ready to head out. And I say, oh, hey, uh, real quick, can you throw a couple of uh, uh, pico de gallos and a couple of salsa verdes in right. there for me? He goes, no, the salsa bar is open again. Oh, what? Wow. <laughs> Wait. What the do you mean? salsa bar What do you mean open? the salsa bar is open again? They had it out. They have this wonderful spot where it's just buckets of whatever yeah. you want. And I, it was on. <laughs> it, it was on. I'm like, we have officially turned the corner here now that the salsa bar is back open. That is amazing news. And I, I'm, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm trying to think of what event would happen to reopen where I would have such a reaction. Because I remember what I did two days ago. I I was un, So I moved like probably seven months ago. But there's still some boxes that have things in them that sure. I haven't unpacked. And I unpacked a box that had like some like health drink kind of thing. And I started drinking one because I was like, oh, I forgot I had these. They stay forever, you know. And as soon as I started drinking it, I was like, oh, my God. I had a flashback to the <laughs> shutdown. Right. That was Because I hadn't drank them since then. And I was like, I started looking around because just the smell alone. Yes. The olfactory memory banged me out. And I was like, ah. Uh, it, it was a panic moment. So it was almost the exact opposite. But I'm trying to think of what would, what would open up. Where I'd be like, oh, it, it was we're back. a glorious moment, and I took way too much pico de gallo. I took <laughs> way too much salsa verde. I took some of the pickled onions and carrots. I, w- wow. I, w- so I went into just went- all of it because I, I get a little self conscious, right? That yeah. When you go to the guy and you say, hey, can you throw? You, you can't say, hey, actually, what I would like is seven of those right. pico de gallo. So you say <laughs> you throw. You ask for a couple, hoping that he'll go big, sure, right? But you can't really say uh, that's only two. I'd like a couple more, and then a couple. More after that so you're hoping also that if you ask for every time you kind of increase your that's how you have to do that Emily. Yeah. do you know that you go back and say hey can i get like three next time you say hey can i get like four that, and then that's, that's a good move then I, they'll start compiling. i'm too shy i'm too shy i'm just gonna kind of get what i get uh but it was glorious and, and it was 
all there and everything felt very normal. There were people in the restaurant. I wow. almost want to just pull up a chair at the salsa I was bar and say, eat my food right should, there. We should sponsor the salsa bar. You know what I mean? The, the, the Travis salsa bar. That'd be fantastic. It was a good deal. Which and apparently it's not just uh, local taco places in Orange County that the Brooklyn Nets in the city of New York they're getting ready to drop their vaccine mandate. Yeah, uh, which means Kyrie could be back. It's amazing to think that it's going to take a political move from the mayor to get right. the Nets roster construction back in order. But he'll find is. another reason not to play. I, I mean, well, sure. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, this is a factor in the playoffs. I'm sorry. There was talk that this team was going to try to find a way not to be, uh, not to have home court advantage because it wasn't going to actually be an advantage because of the Kyrie situation. But if this guy's playing every game, I think it changes what you think the ceiling is on the Nets. That's real. The Sixers have to be upset that this is happening. Well, the whole idea of them tanking is the wrong word because that's where they are anyway. Positioning. But they would be better served being in the bottom four as opposed <laughs> to the top four so you could get them four times instead of three. Right. No. That, that was the idea and all these things. So who knows? Well, like when it comes to Kyrie, I'm sure there's something else that will bubble up before the end. When he shows up, he end. plays. That's what it comes down to. He does. I mean, there, there's no, no one's ever asked about his, his ability to play the game. He's, nope. he's fantastic at that. But his ability to be available has always been the, uh, the larger the question. question. Yeah. All right. So – I'm curious. Maybe maybe we throw it out there. 877-710-ESPN. Some other moments that uh, may be the, yes. the sign that we're turning the corner. What, what would what would it be for you? Because I'm sure it's – I don't know if everybody is the Pico de Gallo is the, <laughs> the, 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 the mile marker that we've all been waiting for. But for me, it was uh, it was a big deal. That's a big deal. I'm trying to think if – are bowling alleys open? I still don't know if I feel safe enough going back to a bowling alley. I the Highland have, Bowl's open. That's where, like where I live. The Highland Park Bowl, that's open. But I mean, I also don't bowl that often. So I don't bowl I, that I, often. But I feel like if I get invited to a function at a bowling alley and I actually go, that'll be a big breakthrough for me because I haven't. Been, I mean, sticking my hands inside of balls with little <laughs> gross. Well, okay. holes. the sharing since, shoes is still bad for me. Situation since, is since, you gross. Yeah. <laughs> since, since you brought it up, since you brought it up, saying like, I, I feel like there, I need to to kind of. Uh, illuminate something that happened here in the studio. You you came in here, and this is the first time that you and I have been in studio together. Oh, yeah, that's true. Right? So happen. you went through this place that your car detailing video fetish makes a lot more sense oh, to me right now. Oh, it's a fetish now. Okay. <laughs> it's a fetish now. A man can't have a hobby well, that involves something that is- kind of brings him pleasure <laughs> without it being a fetish. Okay. I'm watching Ho- videos for hours, you yeah. know? <laughs> hobby would be collecting stamps, bird watching. Wow. The, the hobby police. <laughs> I can't watch my detailing videos in peace. Uh, I don't know. I just having seen the hobby turn into what I witnessed here about two minutes please ago. Please tell the listeners. Uh, what well, just let me happened. see. I got two things of Lysol disinfectant wipes, a bottle of uh, isopropyl alcohol, a, a spray of some sort of disinfectant. Those were already here. They Thank were already you. here, yes. but I have never seen them deployed with such ferocity <laughs> until you came into the studio. Let me explain. <laughs> All right. So for those of you who don't understand how radio works. <laughs> There's often a shared studio. The main studio in this facility is pretty large. This this room is about the size of, I don't even know. It's hard for me to even describe what it is. It's, it's radio studio size, but it's a square. And the table is 15 in the, by 8, maybe? Sure. The table, it's bigger than, it's it's not as big as your standard garage, but it's about as big as a small garage. Um, the, st- the table's in the middle. There are piles and piles of crap. <laughs> I mean, headphones. Pieces of paper, books, boxes, hey. cords, and I was just like, I'm sorry. I, this environment, I have to clean up a little. I got to tidy this bad boy up. And so, yes, I deployed a little Lysol. 
I, I definitely wiped down a couple things because I was moving stuff around. Had there been a paint roller in here, you would have repainted the whole <laughs> exactly. place. You would but, have gone to work, and then you laid out your whole street. You know what we should do? We should have one day come in yes, and do a deep cleaning, this is what I label said. things. We I'm should, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What, what is going on here? We should have a sesh where we come in, we organize everything, and then we label it, and then we have a, a, a an instructional thing where we teach people. <laughs> this is where this stuff goes. This is all you have to do. Just follow the checklist <laughs> so the studio stays tidy. Be be happy that you're in the chair that you're in because where I'm sitting oh right my now, God, it's a uh, uh, so, sometimes it looks like somebody made dinner where I'm sitting. <laughs> I'm sad like it, it, yeah. it is not a great spot. I'm looking at a stain right now. Yeah, that coffee stain is not mine. Okay. I don't. But I but see, unlike you. I'm not touching that. Right. That well, that that, that, look at that it. goes it's... into NMP territory, what right? Does that mean? Not my problem. <laughs> 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 I I am going if I if it were right where my hand like it's just out of arm's reach uh, if I had convenient. to touch it I, I would probably clean it up but uh, let's just let's just all agree that Emily much like uh, your your dictator roommate um, let's just all clean up after ourselves. I, yes. It doesn't seem like a lot I would to ask. genuinely do this for like a bit on social if one person would join me. <laughs> Like the full, what's it called? Time lapse? Yes. You know what I'm saying? We could do a detail. We could detail the studio and organize things. Emily, are you in? I'm in, but I'm also saying producer spot isn't that bad. I think no, it's, okay. I think it's mostly uh, you know our host. That that's it's not me. That's that all room <laughs> is better than this room. It, I will give you that. I uh, I am a clean up my own area guy. I okay. may leave it better than you found it guy typically, but, uh, but I'm in for cleaning. here a little yeah. bit. Uh, yeah, there you go. You guys you guys should Slobs come in on a Saturday. And working in this building. Well, how about this? You, why don't Saturday morning at eight o'clock? Why don't you guys? I need it to be <laughs> first thing in the morning. Well, you want it to be nice and ready for Monday that's morning, true. right? That's you true. You want it to go there. Um, the LeBron thing is not really going away. No. Every day there's another. Speaking of not my problems. Yeah, right? Right. Well, they're both kind of looking at each other like not my problem. They're both doing it. And Clinton, you, you're you a writer as well as a radio host, TV mm-hmm. host, and everything else. Thanks. So you can kind of explain this better than I can. But every time you read one of these stories, regardless of the reporter, and this is not an indictment of anybody's reporting, but it's right. just the somebody is is somebody wants to have a particular version of the story out there and yep. they're going to go to people that they believe will give them the the friendly ear the the or at least the willing ear to listen to these things so when you read these things you kind of have to feel, okay is this coming from over here is it coming from over there and it just feels like both sides in this thing you've got the management side you've got the lebron side have staked very distinct corners of this battle that seemed to spark up over the weekend big time and we're now officially in i used this phrase yesterday we are officially in palace intrigue mode mm-hmm. because the who said what to whom and how is the biggest deal right now. People are talking, people are using the word divorce, which is an awkward word to throw out there. Um, the general, war. the word war, the, got war is the other Joe one. Worms yeah, piece. I mean, and that's that to me is a real, I mean, it's a real indication of how hard this is going to be. But I, I just feel like at some point there's going to be a face off, and I don't see a way. That when you look at the three people involved, Jeannie Buss, LeBron James, I'm sorry, being the 10th guy on the Fab Five team and an agent for a long time and finally getting your way to the GM job, you just don't have the horses to stand up to a LeBron versus Jeannie versus Palinka situation. I can't see a world in which Jeannie Buss says, I'm going to let LeBron James walk away from my franchise because Rob Palinka is who I'm – who I'm staking my claim to. I just I just can't see that, Travis. 
that that's the second part of this to me. The first part of this is what you said a minute ago, Yates. Is at some point we're here. Yeah, it, it, it's it's true. it's not coming. It's this is not down the road. It, it we are there because LeBron, for all of his abilities, for all of the things that he's incredibly good at. This might be near the top of the list. He is very good at 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 setting things up the way that he wants. The to man having that pulls the, the strings. Absolutely. The narrative that he wants out there, he knows exactly how to do it without ever actually having to say exactly what his feelings are. Sure. Right? The, Sam Presti, we know what that means. Right. Les Snead, we know what that means. I'm going to play my last season in this league with my son no matter where that is. Right. He, he knows exactly what he's doing. So he lit the match, and it kind of put the Lakers in a spot where you have to respond to it. You can't pretend that it's not happening. So he decided that now is the time to really start to squeeze this thing, not at the end of the season, not at the off season, not going into the next season. He decided right now, end of February, you know what? Now's the time for me to really start to squeeze this thing. It's like when you press the the the, the, the press the thing down. The French the press, fuse, are we talking? No, 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 the fuse. Oh, the detonator. The that the little, you're talking like Bugs Bunny, yeah, yeah. Wiley Coyote stuff. The fuse, <laughs> the fuse takes a while. We're in fuse phase now. The detonator has been pressed. The fuse is dragging across the desert, and at some point soon, a cliff in the hills will blow up. Now, I just let me ask you this: Do you view this? There it is. Do you view this as? And this gets back to my palace intrigue framework. Do you view this as a betrayal? Of sorts to the Lakers, or is it just like, or is it rather, is it a fair thing for Lakers fans to view this as a betrayal, or do we know enough about LeBron that perhaps you can say Hello. the Lakers should have never put themselves Hello. in this situation? To this? Well, there's a couple of things going here. First of all, I think I said this to you the other day. I am never going to get mad at somebody for doing exactly what they've done every other time sure. before. I, I, I am going in. I'm an adult. Right. I am a. I, my brain works. And I am not one of these guys that comes in and says, hey, you know, you have been in this situation six other times and you did it the same way six times, but why did you do it differently in the seventh? No, 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 no. The weird thing would be if they did do it differently in the seventh. LeBron is doing exactly what he does. So I don't think it's a betrayal from LeBron. I also don't think that the Lakers necessarily deciding, you know what? I don't know if we're in, it's in our best interest long term to let a guy that's going to be going into his 20th season next year be the one that's making every single decision for this team because that's more or less if just cutting to the 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 crux of this issue leaving all the other stuff aside is LeBron wants to be able to do what he wants to do, have the players that he wants to have. Right. And I'm not saying he's wrong to feel that way. Shadow GM effectively. Absolutely. But I also don't have a problem with the Lakers saying, I don't think that's the road I want to travel because that that's what happened during the trade deadline. LeBron wanted movement. The Lakers did not have any movement. And that seems to be the the starting. That, that was the, oh, okay, let me hit yeah, the plunger hit the and yeah. go from there. What if they split the difference and fire the coach? Does that do anything? You I don't know, the same but that's what, I'm, that's what I'm asking. Like, do you yeah. think that there's a solution? I, I, and I'm just that maybe involves somebody else. Like, if you say, "Hey, LeBron, we'll give you a coach pick, pick whoever you want." And like, is there any way that they can both look at this and say, "We realize, you know, when you have sort of a stalemate with like a sibling, and you're like, listen." We've got to live together. Yeah. We've got to be here together. We're going to figure out a way to make this thing work so that we don't embarrass one another even more so than we already have kind of thing. We might be close to something like that. Is there some sort of intermediary like a coach who could put to bring them all together? Well, I think the intermediary that you're talking about, the answer to your question is yes. 
but I don't think it's the coach. I, I don't think that LeBron's disconnect with this group is Frank Vogel. I don't. Think I don't either. That, that he's looking at this like if we had. I don't take pick a name at random. If 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 David Fisdale was our coach, who, sure, whoever doesn't even matter. That all of a sudden the Lakers, the, the Laker team is busted. It, it just it's just not a good. team. I get that, but if he say, if you say, hey, LeBron, we'll give you your coach, but we get our team back. We get to pick I, the players after you. You know what I'm saying? This is this is the I'm in negotiation mode by the way because of the tag on lockout. So this is how I'm thinking because. I don't think that the run into the wall and blow it up method is going to work for both sides because then they're going to, you know, that that just, you can't be the franchise that let LeBron James walk away. Okay. That cannot be well, the legacy that you leave. That's what you think. Because he I'm, won more titles in his career than the Lakers have in the same time. You're not wrong. He brought them back to the playoffs after nearly a decade. You're not wrong. Just saying. I'm Sean McVay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that you're right, but I'm already looking at Twitter, uh, Yates. Yeah, and Laker fans don't give a damn. They don't care. Stupid. So here's the question: If you got to pick, if you got to decide, we're going to go left or right. Left is LeBron. Right is Palinka. the organization. Let's be clear. Well, it's not necessarily just Palinka. There's a whole bunch of um. What, what, what are, I don't know. Palace intrigue. What are, what are we talking about? Like it's there's the king and the queen. There's the king and the queen. The, there's the, the members of the court who are constantly there's some conspiring. Knights. knights. That's that's what the I was rambuses for. are Thank key. You. They're the knights. The, the rambi are <laughs> the knights in this thing. Yes. That is exactly right. They're, they are players in this yes. as well. So we'll, we'll, we'll continue to go through this. Plus, which way are we going, Laker fans? If those are your two choices, 877-710-ESPN. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. We still have a Sean McVay press conference right around the corner with uh, my man Yates right here. I can't wait. And you guys are already killing it for Ask Yates today. We are off to a great start right there. It's all coming up. Travis Slee, Clinton in for Slee on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. So, because I don't know exactly when this was sent, but because uh, we're back in studio today, I got a package. Yeah. And it is from Darren Pollock who enclosed a nice card that said, thank you and Slee for a reliably entertaining show. Hope this can help you save some plastic cups. It was, uh, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, I guess. I was in here a couple times. I saw the tree. Yeah. I saw the Slee tree. It was scary. <laughs> Momo and I were in here once. Yeah. I had to put the thing away. It was, it was freaking me out. <laughs> So he sent me a nice little reusable water bottle to kind of cut down on my paper cup waste. Appreciate sure. that. Trying to be eco-friendly around right. here. But it's not just any old um, reusable water bottle. Oh, I'll no. Po- I'll post this on Twitter here in a minute. It has Al's face that says Ask Slee With a it. question With mark <laughs> on top, like the Riddler in the I, old Adam West I don't know West if you can Batman. see it, but the question mark, look at the bottom of the question mark. So the bottom of the question mark <laughs> is another, is a different picture of Slee's face. But he's got a Lakers hat on, I presume, yes. hat to the back. 
This is a better photo though than what was on the tree. The tree didn't work well. This this kind of works. Yes, it's a good water bottle. It's a quality water it's bottle. It's a fantastic water bottle. So thank you to uh, Darren. I, I appreciate it. It is a very funny gift, and it will be well used. That's so good. I like you, that. Darren. And one of, another right. one of those things that after the pandemic. Mail? What? Yeah, People was, delivering things with their hands to I, you? I barely for, remembered how to open the tape. You know, I'm like, unbelievable. I just opened Love it, it like, uh, like the the gorilla that you had to fight with the sword. <laughs> right. I just kind of tore the side of the box off along the way. Okay. So we're talking about um, the latest chapter, and this continues to go. And it, it just feels like everybody's kind of holding something. I'm going to give it a little bit this day and go yeah. a little bit of that day, and the, the, the next layer this is officially continues a soap opera. It, it absolutely is. And now it feels like we've entered the point where there's a decision, or at least you have to have the conversation about the decision. If, in fact, LeBron wants certain things, are you willing to give them to him at any price? That if he wants this player, if he wants this coach, if he doesn't like this GM, do you make the moves that he feels necessary so you can keep him here? And the greatest wild card in all of this, I think, Yates, is we've never seen this before. Yeah, We've never seen – we've seen great players have demands – and organization, but we've never seen a guy who is still the best player on the team, who is still on the short list for best player in the league, that's going into his twentieth season next year. That 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 is a huge variable in this because how much equity do I want to spend to keep somebody happy who at some point I'm assuming LeBron James is a human being and will start to slow down and will start to be something other than the best version of himself but when does that happen exactly when does it happen and do you have somebody better should he go this is a large part of this I think you're right there's no precedent for it which is why it would behoove at least for your own sake psychologically Lakers fans to have a little bit more realistic view on what happens if LeBron James leaves this team. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, reminder, they had well, – how, how many seasons was it they'd made, they had made the playoffs? Seven? It was – no, it was – I want to say it was ten. One zero. Yeah. Before LeBron Raymond James came back. As in, left to thine own devices. Left to thine own devices. The Lakers were not getting this done. I understand that the post-Kobe era was something you had to navigate through, but, like, again, reminder, left to their own devices, 10 whole years. Yes. LeBron comes. Other guys start coming. Oh, back into the playoffs. Now suddenly it's, oh, championship or bust. I'm like, hold on. Let's be real. If this man walks away from this team right now, are you telling me that suddenly – they're a playoff team again with cruising to the championship? No. And so you can get upset about the purview of one person in terms of the GM or the owner over another. You can get upset about the concept of championship or bust. But the reality is that from a competitive advantage standpoint, having LeBron James on your roster gives you the best chance to win. I don't disagree with a single thing you said, but you left a part out. What's that? Laker fans don't care. What they do, do you care about they, if you don't care, care about winning? They don't care about LeBron. They do care about winning, but they don't care about LeBron. We, You and I, this is the third day in a row we've done At these At some shows. point, this has to be... I, I, Clinton, I'm not saying it makes sense. I'm saying that I'm looking at Twitter. I've taken the phone calls. Yes. I'm looking at the list of calls right now, and it's all the, the it's not all, but the vast majority of us get him out of here. He he was never a true Laker anyway. Well, you know we and it's it's weird, but it's out there and. I don't know if the way that the wind's blowing publicly doesn't have something to do with the decisions that are going to be made privately. You don't want 
the rest of the NBA looking at the Lakers like the team that wasted LeBron James's final years? Are they wasting it if they turn it into something else? Are if they, they won it? a ring with him and managed okay. to create an, uh, an environment that he wants to leave, I would say so. Well, no, it, but to your point, they won a ring with him. So we the, the idea was bring us back to relevancy, check the box, yeah. win a ring, check the box, and let's be set up for the future. And maybe they think that the future is better set up with what do we, what with can we what? get for no, him? No, 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 with no, no, what? I, picks. Picks other – because, Clinton, you heard the call the other day, and it, and it was one of an example of, hey, we should have never – guys, I, it's, it's a ludicrous proposition. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with you, right? but I, I think that there's a lot of this out there. This is from James on Twitter. Uh, let's be real. If the Lakers traded LeBron this summer for a King's ransom, would L.A. be sad? Nope. And that's just – and I know it's one of one. I get it. I, but it is a common refrain of, you know what, he never really wanted to be here, so let's get him out of here anyway. Let's get something for him before he just decides to leave on his own. Let's make sure that he doesn't get to leave us the way he left Cleveland at the end These of the line. Are These are the feelings. pieces of logic with normal players who have normal stratospheres and normal lengths. This is LeBron Raymond James. The rules of engagement are not the same. That is the deal you enter. That is the I, Faustian agreement to which ooh. you have been. Jerry Faust from the former Notre Dame coach. No. <laughs> that every, would be Dr. Every, Faustus anyway. Every, every time yeah. I've heard Faustian bargain, right? Every yes. time I'm like, like the Notre Dame coach? And I don't even think anybody out there listening to us the knows who Except Bob Faust some, was. Some guy in the Midwest is listening to this on the stream, and he's like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. No, so – but the problem Faust. is, is that the Faustian agreement is in the book. It's with the devil, so you can understand the other side of the problem. LeBron James is not the devil. LeBron James brings you championships, and everybody on earth likes LeBron James. No, 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 no. Outside of this realm, yeah. You like for the greater good of basketball, you can't really win with LeBron screwed us because he's the best player on the team. And the last ring you have is because of him. So it's like you, you've made it, you've double crossed yourself in a certain way with the checkmate. There's all these analogies as to what the Lakers, the position the Lakers are in without just saying, you know what, we're going to do it our own way. The problem is, how'd your own way go for the last 10 years? Let's try a phone call Tell here. Let's go to Tony in Los Angeles. Tony, you're on with Travis and Clinton. What's up, Tony? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey. So, you know, this thing is starting to get out of hand, it's trying to become a circus. And. I feel like I speak for most L.A. fans that were tired of it. You know, you could tell during the All-Star game that, uh, you know, he might leave the Cleveland. Um, you know, and let's say, you know, he gets injured, you know, like he did his first year. Then what happens? All the pieces that were brought in to play around him are pretty much useless for everybody else. I say just, you know, back up Russell Westbrook and, you know, hand him the keys and build around him and uh, Davis. Oh, stop. No, okay. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The, 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 listen, on this super highway to wherever paradise Lakers fans are on, every exit is a disaster. You better get to that destination and you better get there fast because if you pull off the road, you might not get back on. You know what else throws an incredibly complicated piece Build into around this? Russell no, Westbrook. That's, that's insane. People talking that, that's about Ru- Russell Westbrook is not Russell Westbrook that that no. person is thinking of. Um, but you heard it right there. He never, you know, this is this is what it is. And I'm looking at it again. This one, where to go here? Jack writes, "We got our ring now. Let's rebuild." He wanted this team, and now it sucks, and he wants out. Bye. This is the refrain. I'm not saying it makes a lot of sense. I'm not saying that it's not overly emotional, but 
this is the bargain that LeBron has with the Laker fans. That I get it. You're here because you're going to win. But the second you're not winning and you don't like it, you want to leave, fine, we'll drive you to the airport. That's, if, that's what they're talking about. If this about. was a well-oiled machine otherwise, that strategy would make sense. Alas, let's not also forget that not only – it wasn't like – the Lakers were, oh, we hadn't made the playoffs. We've had a couple mishaps. We missed it here and there. Magic Johnson himself walked away from the team. It was the worst it had ever been. It wasn't just that it was bad. It was the literal low point. So you have to respect that element. Again, LeBron James rescued the franchise on some level. Just admit it. And then I'll, ta- I'll then I'll entertain they the conversation. Then I'll admit. entertain the conversation. You're going to have a long white beard. I get that. <laughs> yeah. I get that. But if you're willing to say that he can just go out on the next train moving, you have to be willing to oh, admit what that's... he did to save what was there because that thing was fin to crash. That ain't happening. That that's not going to happen. It's time for some straight talk. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract. No compromise. Here's one other part of this that we can come back and, and talk about on the other side. Anthony Davis not carrying his end of this bargain has made it 10 times worse than it needed to be. If he would have been the guy that he was in 2020, the last couple of seasons, we're having an entirely different conversation. That's coming up next. It's Travis and Sliwa. Yates is in for Slee on 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Um, this is an Ask Yates that I want to slide into earlier. Okay, ready? I'm down. This is from James. It's now day two. Will you ever give us your non-sober in-and-out order in your McVeigh voice? No. Oh, my God. You know what? Hit me up on Cameo since you want it that bad. You can have it for $500. Yeah, $500? No, you know what? I don't know what my Cameo price would be. I feel like... If I were to price cameo, I would make it outrageous just so I wouldn't have to do it. Five hundred might be a little low. Low? Yeah, I'm saying I'd be like, listen, if you really want it, you got to give me an outrageous amount of cash. All right, here's here's what we'll do, James. If you tell me what you want Yates to say, and I'm just gonna have, I'm gonna keep doing a conversation yes. until I get it. I'll catch it on my phone and I'll send it your way, and we'll do it for say a hundred. Yeah, okay, I'll I'll, okay. You a little bit along the way. I just, I, I'm, I, I don't like being put on the spot for the impression. That's really what it comes down to. We discussed this yesterday in the world of comedic timing. I'm not some like. I'm not a performer like that, y'all. I don't do stand-up comedy. I just happen to get the feeling every once in a while, and it comes out. You know, 
See, I was almost going to go there. I knew I was, it. That's <laughs> right. You saw me. See, you saw you, you. I don't know if you were looking at me, but I kind of leaned back I, like, I was, go I ahead. Was, I was periphery. <laughs> I was like, no, we have things to talk I, about. I, I, I I'm too busy play ripping play. the Lakers right now to worry about Sean McVay. All right. This one is from Dan. Uh, <clears throat> forgive me, Dan. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Bass Bum. That, that's his handle as opposed okay. to his last name. I was going to butcher that, and I don't want to do that to you, Dan. LeBron did save the Lakers, no question. But can we not question his lack of loyalty? That's from Dan. So, let, let's start right there. I don't – LeBron is loyal to LeBron. Yeah. And has been from the moment he's come into this league. LeBron is loyal to his group of guys. LeBron is loyal to a lot of people, but he is a professional basketball player in the most uh, literal meaning of those words. Yep. He is a man for hire, and he's going to go play, and he's going to give you an incredible performance, but – this idea, guys, that you thought he was going to come in here and grow old and it was never going to get to this, I don't know what to tell you. You, you weren't yeah. paying attention in the other places. That His lack of loyalty, as you describe it, Dan, is that's not how he sees it. He sees it as, I'm still one of the best in the league. This team is not on my level. Either fix it or I'm going to go somewhere else. Right, and there's also the idea that he's loyal to what he believes – his version of basketball should be. And I, I think a lot of people look at that as to call him selfish, but LeBron is a historian of this game. LeBron is a student of basketball in terms of a culture standpoint that you can't deny. There's no walking into a room and acting like LeBron James is just some selfish jerk who's here to take all the money and just run away and be, you know, sort of mean to people in the streets. He's not like that at all. The, the, the stewarding of the game is important to him. So if he views this as hey, there's a part of my legacy here that I'm building this way. I'd like to include the Lakers in that operation. That You're right. He's coming at this from a completely different framework than, oh, my God, finally you've joined our tribe. No, it's a bigger than that, you know, and I think that that's fair for LeBron to see it that way. You know it's made this so much more complicated than it, than it was supposed to be? I don't want to say that it needs to be, than it was supposed to oh, be. Oh, I know. Right? I, just, I look at the box scores yeah. every night. AD? A, a, if AD was the when, – when they made the deal, when they sent out all of those guys and draft picks to New Orleans in yep. exchange for Anthony Davis, it was, a, it, was, it was a twofer, right? Not only were you getting Anthony Davis, who was going to be LeBron James's running mate and go win championships, that's one. The second one was when slash if LeBron ages, slows down, whatever it is, we've got the guy. We don't – but now because AD is not that second thing, he was the first thing briefly, but he's not the second thing. Now it's, well, if he leaves, where are we? Yeah, well, Whereas that question two years ago, well, if he leaves, I got Anthony Davis, who's one of the best in the business. It's not true anymore. Should have thought about that before you got LeBron in the situation you got him in. That's the whole point. The package deal only worked with a certain order of operations. Once that got jammed up, all of a sudden the entire house of cards came down. I just feel like if you think about all those moves made and how difficult all this was – at some point, you've got to look at management and say, man, you've got some decisions to make, and maybe you didn't make the right ones at that particular point, but for what you've got right now, getting rid of LeBron James does not make you a better basketball team. There's just no way to say that. Let's try another one. Ventura this time, and JC. JC, you're on with Travis and Clinton. What's up? Yeah, I, I was kind of frustrated on these calls about LeBron James. He did what he came here to do. He brought us a championship. Everybody just needs to chill out. What do you expect? The man's the best player in basketball. He's been that way for a while. We should just enjoy what we got. Let's run it back. Let's try to fix what's wrong and get rid of the pieces that aren't playing to his level. 
That's that's just Thanks, final. See, I, I, I want to jump in right there because I don't want to lose the thought that what you're suggesting, the, the first part I was with you the whole way, he did bring him a championship. He did yeah. bring them back to relevancy. Everything that he was supposed to do, he delivered on. But you just said, let's run it back. You can't. That This is where it gets tricky. This isn't a, hey, listen, we've gotten some bad luck, but we're okay. Oh, you think this is too far gone? I, no, no. I'm not talking about you can't run it back with LeBron. I'm saying that the rest of the things around him you need to fix, and it's yeah. not as easy as just because l- – let me go back a little further. Lakers win a championship. It's a weird season. The offseason is compressed. You have to start again. It's another weird season. And the Lakers were good. You know, you forget the Lakers were a good team last year yeah. until guys started to drop. Then they get knocked out by the Suns because of injuries and other things. The Lakers at that point decided this isn't good enough. We need to change this up. Caruso is gone. Russell Westbrook is in. Kuzma and Harrell. And we know KCP, all the other pieces get shut. You, you shuffle the deck. You bring in a whole new team. This team is a bad team. So it's not just we can run it back. You need to run it back with a different group of guys. And it's not easy to fix because you don't have anything left to maneuver with. Let me ask you this. The year they won the championship, they got rid of everybody, so to speak. Their turnover on that roster was outrageous. The next year, it happened again. How much of that do you think is sort of a – how do I explain this? I mean, how much of that total move do you think was LeBron trying to tinker with something that he just felt wasn't necessarily worth the risk? In terms of like the first year, they could have lost some guys, and they said, "All right, we'll just get rid of everybody, and then we'll figure it out." Like, how much of this do you think was Palinka trying to outsmart himself versus LeBron wanting his particular? Desires? I think was, I think they are equal partners in this. Yeah, I I don't think that anybody is more responsible for this than the other. I think that everybody shares equal amounts of. Hey, look, we took a big swing, and it was a disaster. It's not your fault. It's not mine. It's ours. Yeah. We, we screwed this up together because had anybody in the room said, no, I don't think it happens. I don't think either side in this equation, I don't think LeBron James had the muscle to say, we're trading for Russell Westbrook. If you don't like it, well, I'm going to do it anyway. He can't do that. Same thing. Palinka couldn't say, we're doing Russell Westbrook. And LeBron can say, oh, hell no. Right. Ne- ne- neither side had the juice to get it done. They had to do it collaboratively. Which is why I think that there is still a path to some level of peace, which is that everybody takes some form of responsibility in the context of, all right, we're not going to all embarrass each other and walk away, stagger out like a bunch of hobos, as you know, Joe Pesci would say in, in Goodfellas. You know, let's get up together and leave yeah. kind of thing. You know, um, because there's a dignity element here. If, that's, if, the, if, if it becomes a face-off of that, I think everybody tries to save face, and I don't think that involves anybody leaving because that just looks ugly for you know both sides. I do think, though, that something's going to happen from the GM standpoint. I, I, I don't think that Palinka survives this in the same way. Can I just throw this in there real quick to interrupt? <clears throat> he survived Magic Johnson. That's a pretty big guy to shove out the door. I get that, but Magic is also not nearly as just close to basketball as I, LeBron I, is. You know I, what I'm saying? I understand like, that, but think, think, think about the whole picture, though. Jeannie Buss looks at Magic Johnson like one of her brothers, right? They, right. They, they, this is a this is not just a oh you played for my dad you're a great player we love this. this no, they they're have, they're family they in many are regards. Family. Yeah. Magic Johnson is maybe the most popular person in this entire city. Mm-hmm. It's either him or Vince Scully. I, I like this conversation. Back sure. That he's one of those guys. He was involved in this collab- collaboratively, air quotes, with Rob Palenka. Clearly, there was some sort of face-off between those two guys, and Palenka won. 
That that that's that is that's not well, nothing. What's winning there is winning convincing Magic Johnson that he doesn't have any he doesn't have time to waste arguing with Rob Palinka. Perhaps, perhaps. But the 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 win is I'm still the GM of the Lakers and Magic is on television. Magic is running his businesses. Magic is no longer sure. But that's in an a different. Capacity. I mean, you know, with that, like for example, the question later. That's beating Magic is perhaps for the for for yesterday's uh, example. That's fighting the gorilla with the sword. That happens once. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> the chicken in your car every time you get in there is the LeBron scenario because you've got a, dangerous. You, you know what I'm saying? Like you've got a scenario that's an everyday matter. LeBron James is not leaving the world of the everyday basketball thing. So you see what I'm saying? Magic can do that. I'm trying to extend this. This so LeBron <laughs> is the chicken is if he goes to the, the rest e- of the, the NBA, everyday element. You the, know what I'm the saying? The everyday of going somewhere else or of being in the building or still just, here. I mean, in terms of the fight that the Lakers are dealing with between Palenka and LeBron. You see what I'm saying? Like you can win the fight where it's you get him once, and you know what? Fine. Magic Johnson walks off into his movie theaters and does his business. LeBron James doesn't just walk off into the sunset. No. You know what I'm saying? He either goes to another team or he stays there and makes it work. You can't just look at that as an abject, you know, abstract sort of opponent. That's something that if you lose him, you risk adding him to something that matters. But I'm still here. I'm not saying it's kind of a zero-sum game on some level because it's it's, I need to survive this fight today. I'll worry about the next fight tomorrow. I guess. but That's that's, that's what got them there to begin with. No argument on that. That that absolutely is what it is. All right. Um, Ask Yates yep. coming up next. And uh, I'm not going to lie, guys. You've done a really good job. We've got some very, very good Ask Yates coming up. It's Travis Slee. Clinton in for Slee on 710 ESPN. Almost. It is time for Ask Yates. We and, have some more housekeeping yeah. stuff to get to what first, What did you though. do now? In the, in the break. <laughs> There was a situation where, because I am a person who needs order, I don't like having the cords blocking my ability. Okay. Okay. All right. High maintenance. TVs, Clinton Yates. Maintenance maintenance required is probably a better way to put that. I don't like the cords being like in my way so that I have to step over them from the headphones when I leave the seat. So I was plugged into a separate earplug thing that thus meant I could not hear Emily on the back channels. So I had to create. It created a whole problem. We had to test a bunch of stuff, but we're, you, we're back you, on track. You need to work in radio longer. You'll realize nothing ever works for. I know it's that. Just but the I'm, way that it I'm goes. just saying that I, I'm very particular about the way cords rest while I'm talking on the microphone. All right, here we go. We're going to start with this one. I'm very excited to He's ask been you this. Talking one. about this since I, break. I, I, I'm very very <laughs> excited about this. This is from Ryan in La Jolla, and he writes: My son wants a new glove. Do we go Mizuno, Rawlings, or something else? Hashtag Ask Yates. Oh, this is a great question. That's okay. why I was so excited. All right, first of all. There's a question. There's a, there's a skill level versus interest question here. If your kid's playing travel ball, or if he's on more than one team in one season, get the best quality glove you can get. If your kid is playing one season with his friends, get the kid the glove he likes the best because that will make sure that he plays. Okay. The point is, is that you don't want to get into a situation where you split the difference and you try to say no. We're getting the utility one that you can use if you get to that else because then he doesn't get the pleasure of the great glove or the fun glove. One or the other, you got to pick. 
Not a bad answer, only you didn't answer the question. Well, it depends. <laughs> Are you going hard to the hide? Let, let's, assume, let's assume he's a high school age kid. Let's he wants assume a new he's a high glove. school age kid. He's I'd, playing varsity baseball, and he wants a new glove. Where I'd go hard to the hide, Rawlings. It's a very, very good choice. Yeah. It's one of two acceptable answers. In I my mean, opinion. the, the other, other. I what? think you know the What's other What's your answer? other one? The hard of the hide is a great choice. Yeah. Whether we're going it, any of those Rawlings models. We're talking first base, outfield, pitcher, whatever. Sure. The A2000. Oh, well, yeah, but yeah. Th- finding an A2000 now is like finding a unicorn. I mean, you know, you're not buying a high school kid glove. Like, unless you're a serious player. Like, if, if the A2000 is on the list, then you're not asking that question. I'm just saying an A2000 and Heart of the Hide, they're, they're, they're yes, cousins. But they're harder to find the A2000 A little now. bit, but yeah. you could. I've, I've done the research. See, so you they know exist. guys. Right, I know guys. <laughs> I got an A2000 in my house right now that yeah. I stole from a coach friend of mine I have, that I may or may not give back to him. There's exactly one person in my house that plays baseball, and I have more good baseball gloves than you could ever imagine any one person I was going to say, make. yeah. I mean, I've got five, and I don't even play <laughs> it's anymore. It's terrific. You know? All right, let's go to another one. This is from Darb. It says, uh, simple one, dill, kosher, or sweet? Hashtag ask Yates. Uh, let me text the woman I love because she's the pickle <laughs> Is she person. the pickle connoisseur? She's the pickle person. All right. Hold on. Dill. <laughs> sweet or kosher? Sweet. Or kosher. We'll, we'll circle back right, to we'll that. We'll circle back to that. It Here in. comes an. Oh, this is uh, fortuitous. I didn't even realize that we did this. Darren Pollock, who sent me the water oh, bottle, nice. has a, and ask uh, Yates, which bugs you the most? Being called boss by someone you don't employ, <laughs> being called pops by someone who is neither your child nor grandchild, <laughs> or being called sir by someone you know who knows you've never been knighted. <laughs> I got to say boss because like boss is one of those words that like if you employ it with a certain tonality might be time to get the hands moving. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's up there with bad sport choice. buddy, you know and, what I mean? That yeah, exactly. Tone matters a great deal. If somebody oh, drops a boss on you, you never really oh, know where the thing is going. Here's the difference. Like if I said you got a boss, right? That, that, okay, but if but if, if, I say, if I walk over to you at the bar and I got to reach over you, hey boss, and, or yeah. somebody reaches over me and I say, okay, boss, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that means we got a problem. Eight oh five Raider hashtag uh, ask Yates Clinton. Yes. What is your opinion on how Key feeds his dogs? Trav can explain. Do have are you familiar? I'm not with, familiar with how so, Key feeds so his Key dogs. has the Teddies. Right. There are two dogs, both named Teddy. I don't don't ask the sure. follow up question because I don't know. Teddy Bruski <laughs> is a big influence on Key's life. Twice, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the part I I'm okay with a Teddy, but the Teddies anyway, that's Keep it simple. Yeah. So they make the dog a meal every night. Like with real food like with chicken and fish and real real <laughs> food. So Sweet they potatoes. do the things that they do in the commercials before they turn it into like yeah. mush meat, where they yeah. show you all that gourmet stuff. Yes. They're like, actually here's what your cat eats or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't mind that. I mean, I know a lot of people who do that. You know why? Because it's just easier for them. Like, you just make an extra portion for the dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, And I, I kind of understand this because there's a whole other world. We were talking about CBD gummies for dogs yesterday. There's a whole other world of people who have these bizarre routines for their dogs. I'm like, you're going to the end of the earth. It's a dog. You know what I mean? It's a dog. It's a dog. You know, I get it. Whatever happened dogs, to Alpo and Chuck Wagon? Well, I, I, I mean, I get it. There are certain dogs that need certain things. Gravy train. That's what it just, was. If, <laughs> If you can just mix your dog into your regular flow of kitchen food output, that's smart. That's working smarter, not harder. Let's go to the phones for our next Ask Yates. It is our pal Manuel in Gardena. Manuel. Uh, first off, fellas, hey, happy belated 
to Earl Yates, I believe it yes, was. Yes, that's his what, name. What a great segment that was, man. Your father is a jewel of a man. Thank you. I just wanted to make sure I told you that. Appreciate um, it. So, as far as baseball, what, you you were a position player or a pitcher, Yates? Short and second is what I played. Okay. What was the pitch that gave you the hardest time? And did you go into the box like myself? Looking fastball and adjusting for everything else. <laughs> this is an excellent question. Wow. We're deep chalk talking baseball at this point. Um yeah, I was approach. a good take I me was, through it. I was a good inside pitch hitter. I, okay. I was a kind of I was an aggressive hitter and like the pitch I had the most problems with was the two seamer. Because the way that it would move was like if I caught one inside moving down and into me, I could really rake it, but that pitch was hard to hit for me. The slider going the other way wasn't as hard from the right-hander, but the two-seamer, just for whatever reason, it would cross me up, and I didn't... didn't Can I be a baseball dork for a second? Yes, please. Anything from the arm side that comes towards you is really tough. Yeah, it's tough. You know what I'm saying? That's the hard stuff. You catch one every once in a while, and it was a great way to get a good piece piece on the ball that probably gets you a triple. What are we doing right now? Why are we talking like this? I just wanted to say arm side. That's really the only thing I wanted to do. Arm side, he's coming over on the right side. (laughs) Get me out of here. I can talk about this forever. I know you could. That's why I like doing it. Uh, John writes, you're an MMA fighter. What's your walkout song? Hashtag Ask Yates. Uh, Reply, I would never be an MMA fighter. Update (laughs) from J-Girl. Dill is the choice from Dill, Sweet, or Kosher. Okay. Did any explanation or just the answer? She just knows. knows Are you not a pickle guy at all? I don't mind pickles, but I always give them to her. So Those sweet pickles are like the little teeny cornichons that you get on the kind of a, oh, a on the charcuterie, charcuterie plate. Oh, those. Those well, are pretty good. That's those, a different discussion. Those little cornichon little things are what pretty are they good. Gherkins but, or whatever? Is that yeah, what they're called? Cornichons. The little. Cornichon. Yeah. I just wanted to say that. Oh, you can. Gherkins just say it works that too. Way. But the, the if we're doing like a pickle wedge, like on the side of a sandwich. The wedge is, is dill. It's got to be dill. It's dill. It's, it's sweet. Be are people eating sweet dill? Everyone's. What about relish? You get sweet relish? You get dill relish? I'm not a big relish guy. Relish is in the past for me. That's. In the yeah, it's it's too for for the for the reason you said Emily. It's really really sweet. It feels like I've added sugar to whatever. I feel it is like relish got onto the metal stand of mustard, ketchup, and relish through like a shady side deal. It's like <laughs> hot sauce should bump it off. Yeah, it's not nearly as good. It doesn't no, travel the same way. Isn't it the Chicago way? dog that actually has a spear pickle though it does. on it? And right. So like, I like a spear pickle, not not and relish. A poppy okay. seed bun. That's gotcha. the Chicago. But right. always a good choice this along your, the way. This is your mini- your, your ministry, as we say. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> Daniel Tapia says, when stuck in traffic, is Yates singing and dancing to music or yelling at cars to move it? No. I'm listening to ESPN 710, Los Angeles. No, I actually am a radio file. I listen to a lot of radio on top of talking on the radio. So one more to go. What happened? One more. This is from TFP. What do, what does Sean McVay think about Trav's Pico de Gallo salsa bar strategy? Hashtag Ask Yates. You know, something that we look at. He's really found a way to get his game plan on the table. We weren't really sure how we were going to implement that in our offense. We ran into him a couple times. Lo and behold, it worked. We found a little breakthrough there on the second level. Travis found himself in space. We really like it when they can punch it in after that. I'm Sean McVay. Our offense is running well at the taco stand. Can I offer a very small critique? Yes. The I'm Sean McVay needs to come at the very end. I know, but it's funnier <laughs> when I don't, when I when I I just yes. like I like it as the button. Okay. Of the whole all right. Bit. All right. Could we see a local boy coming home for uh, a little baseball action if we ever get That'd baseball cool. again? It would be very well depending on who you're rooting for. <laughs> that that that's a big part of it too. That's next. It's Travis Slee. Yates is in for Slee on seven ten. I'm Sean ESPN. McVay. <laughs>